folks, welcome into a brand new episode of Bullet Points. I'm your host, Ty B, and tonight it's just me and Mike Bunt. But first, we got to give our shout out, and we have the man here himself, hashtag buy from Bunt. You got to get down to West Her, especially down there on Main Street in East Aurora for all the best deals, new and used. Mike, what do you got down there on the lot right now? What's moving? What's hot? Uh, we got a lot of stuff going on right now. Obviously, we got the Buick Encore GX, a brand new vehicle that's been uh, hot so far the last couple of weeks. We got the Sierras, the GMC Terrains, uh, the normal Encores. We have a lot of vehicles, and it's the end of the month. I'm selling a lot of vehicles right now. It's the perfect time to drop by, find us in East Aurora. Yeah, you got to get yourself a new vehicle so that you can go and make sure you can get this trip down to Cleveland in a couple weeks to go support the Bulls in the MAC championship because they seem to be surging right now and they're moving up the standings at the perfect time. You had a huge win at Kent State in the MAC center, one of the many convocation centers in the MAC conference, a 104-98 win in double overtime. You had to completely sweat that one out. The Bulls should have probably sealed that one off in regulation, but you you end up having to go to OT, and then you go to double OT, you're able to get that win and vault yourself into fourth place there in the MAC. A huge win for the Bulls, Mike. Yeah, that was a thrilling victory uh, last Friday night. I was in the bullet points group text comparing it to a Bills win where my, my heart was racing uh, the entire second half and during the overtime uh, periods. You're right, though. That game should have been over at the end of regulation. UB had the lead, wasn't able to salt it away in the final minute. Uh, some horrible late-game execution. And then first overtime had another opportunity to finish it off, but couldn't once again. But they kept making plays, and you got to give a lot of credit where credit is due. Javon Graves was a scoring machine from uh, the second half forward, and Devontae Jordan had himself a game, getting 20 points, 9 rebounds, 7 assists. Two best players on this UB squad had two of their best efforts of the season at the biggest time of the year for UB. Yeah, both guys shoot over 50, or both guys shot exactly 50% from the field. And uh, Devontae's there, four of eight from three. Javon, seven of 10 from three. And both guys, four of four from the line. You got to give a huge shout out to Devontae for that. He struggled from the line all, you know, the past two seasons at least and you know big buckets for that team and to get that win and you have Mbala who again comes off the bench playing some big minutes harden it you know didn't really do too much after starting in that game you saw some more big minutes out of Brock Bertram even uh, Savion Gallion getting into that rotation a bunch um, playing some real good defensive ball there even hitting a big clutch three-pointer for the team um, it was a nice showing for them, 19 to 25 from the line. But yeah, like you, like we both, you know, mentioned a little bit. You really want to put that game away. You should have. It should not have come down to those last couple possessions there. And then um, we would be remiss if we didn't point out the fact that you're going into overtime with three timeouts, um, especially after you know you set something up there and it's not working out. Maybe waste that timeout and draw something up with a couple seconds left there. I don't know how you felt about that one. 
So I'm divided. I don't think an automatic timeout is the way to go. Yeah, I'm, I think you should let it let it play out, see how things are going. If if it looks like your team is in control of the situation, I'm okay with them playing it out. What I don't like is no movement, ISO. Let the clock get to four, three seconds, and and you're completely lost, and you just chuck up a, a long shot, which it seems like UB did on multiple occasions. At least see what the flow is, and if you have nothing going, call a timeout with eight seconds left and, and draw up a play. Uh, it was really disappointing to see both times really no execution at all. Uh, one other play I wanted to uh, shout out, Josh Mbala. Uh, he had a heck of an overtime with some nice putbacks. Another double-double for him, 13 points, 14 rebounds, three steals. Uh, I, he's had a heck of a season, and honestly, he might be the most important player for this team come tournament time just from an offensive rebounding perspective and in his impact that he makes on the boards. Uh, so I want to give him credit as well uh, for the huge win. Like we both said, wish it didn't get to overtime, but in one way, with how they started that game, it was a tremendous second half effort to even get in that position to where they had a lead late in that ball game. Oh yeah, most definitely. And it's just it's nice to show that you're able to play in these games, and even when things don't necessarily go your way late down the stretch, you can still bear down and you're able to get back into these. Whereas a little earlier in the season, you saw them when they you know falter a little bit towards the end of the games they let up and ended up losing and crumbling in on themselves they really show that they're growing a lot of strength and the backbone as a team here being able to bounce back and continue to fight especially on the road there against a really tough Kent team this year and that's a huge game as we look at the standings right now and it puts us right into fourth place with you know everything else that's going on uh, right now and it's where you need to be if you're this Bulls team especially with these games you have coming up here especially especially with your beloved Ohio Bobcats yeah oh you oh yeah uh, I, I love the Bobcats and I know UB fans are going to hate hearing me say that but I love UB and I love Ohio equally these games are torture on me. I, I absolutely hate it. I went to Ohio University, but I grew up in Buffalo. I was on the Buffalo side when OU had their heartbreaking win in the MAC championship back in the day. Uh, but th- these are fun games. I mean, you look at UB, they're the team that's been running the conference the last five years. Before that period of time, it was Ohio and Akron that were uh, duking it out for Uh, a little bit while with Ohio going to a sweet 16 in 2012 and getting to the second round uh, in 2010. So uh, I always love it despite the torture aspect when these two teams face off. And even though the Bobcats aren't what they used to be, I think they could potentially give Buffalo uh, a good game tomorrow uh, at the convocation center. Yeah, and they gave Buffalo a very good game the first time around as the Bulls just narrowly eked out a win, 76-73 the first time there at Alumni Arena. The Bulls fell behind in the first half. They trailed 31-26, really struggled to get anything going offensively there. And then in that second half, you really got going thanks to Jonathan Williams and a couple threes there from Antoine Johnson. 
Um, it was tough sledding for a while there for the Bulls. Obviously, they were able to, you know, turn the tides there. But uh, Jason Preston and Ben Vanderplas both, I think, at that time put up uh, career highs. Vanderplas at 28, 27 for Preston. And both guys, you know, over twenty or over fifty percent shooting. You're gonna have to cut down their efficiency a bit if you're gonna want to win this one on the road there at Ohio. It's gonna be a, definitely a tough one right now. Absolutely, and I think the one thing that's I definitely give UB the advantage in this game. I know the line I think last had Ohio favored by a, a point and a half. I don't really agree with that. I think this Ohio team is really talented and has a very bright future uh, in the MAC. But my thing with them is they're very young and they're erratic. At times, they look really strong overall. They've twice held double-digit halftime leads against Bowling Green, only to end up losing both games. Uh, lost a heartbreaker on a Turner jumper in the final seconds on Saturday. And when you mention guys like Jason Preston, Ben Vanderplas, guys like that, those are talented enough players to where they would be starting, I think, on UB or at least have an impact role. Preston's a, a point guard who's averaging 16.2 points a game, 7.4 assists, 6.5 rebounds, 1.6 steals, shooting over 50% from the field and 37% from three. You look at Ben Vanderplas, he is a – a thick body who can back down a, a person in the post, but can also shoot a three if needed, shoots over 15 points per game, 6.8 rebounds, a couple assists. Those two are very talented players. The problem for Ohio is right behind that. Jordan Dardis, one of the best three-point shooters in the conference, but it seems like he's always dealing with health problems. And behind him, you just – you have too much inconsistency. You have guys like London McDay, Ben Roderick, uh, who are both freshmen and who have bright futures, but they're just not at that level yet. Uh, big man Sylvester Agbanda, a transfer, grad transfer from Georgia Tech, uh, can be valuable in spurts, but there's just not enough consistent players in the, in the Bobcat rotation. So I think when Ohio brings their A game, they can be tough on any team in the Mid-American Conference, they just do not have the depth to give a 40-minute effort night to night. Yeah, and that speaks back to that point I brought up of you're going to have to cut down on that efficiency from Vanderplas and Preston because that first matchup they were able to put up uh, 55 of those 73 total points for Ohio. And, you know, that's the only way they're really going to be able to stay into this game with UB, I think. They're not necessarily a great defensive team. Um, I think, you know, you're going to be able to move the ball, get some open shots, and if the Bulls shoot at a, you know, a decent clip, what they've done, you know, throughout most of the season besides when they've had these real streaky starts, um, they should be able to get out and get a lead. Um, you had Jordan Dardis who didn't even score a bucket the last time they these two teams played, 0 for 5 from the field. And, yeah, you mentioned some of those other names like Roderick and McDay. They, you know, were pretty much MIA in those games, as, in that game as well. Um, it'll be interesting to see how Sylvester Ogbonda does early on in that game if Mbala comes off the bench. I think, you know, that's a little bit of a mismatch there with Laquil Hardnett, but uh, it's, you know, only the first, you know, three, four minutes of the game usually. And, 
and you're getting that rotation. So uh, I think that's something you know you got to look for off the jump. But the way the Bulls play, moving in such quick transition, I don't think it, it shouldn't be too much of a factor um, in the long run in that game. I'm with you, and my thing for you, B, just continue to play quick. I think the Bulls' guards are as talented as anybody in the in the league. When you have guys like Devontae Jordan and uh, Rondo Segu, who, while not the most consistent player, they are as quick as anybody. Javon adds that shot from the perimeter and just that scoring overall scoring ability. I don't think OU can really defend UB at a high level. And even though we've seen Ohio have success against teams like Bowling Green, it, it always felt that even though they had the, those leads, that when BG and the Falcons started getting things going, that they were just holding on for their dear life. And that's kind of how I feel with this UB matchup. Yeah, Ohio might have spurts. They might have the lead at, for periods of this game. But I don't think UB I – don't, I don't think Ohio can hold off UB if the Bulls have an average shooting day or better. It's going to take a performance where UB is just cold from the field, missing shots left and right. Because it, it seemed like in the crucial moments, Bowling Green was getting open looks and they were hitting them. As long as UB can can make their shots, which, to be honest, that's not a given based on what we've seen this year, as long as they find a way to hit their shots, I, I, I think we're looking at a game where UB should probably win maybe 7 to 10 points. But I don't know. This, this Bulls team has had a couple duds this year, and, and you never really know, but it seems like, Everything is going right for UB at this moment, so I really don't expect them to have a dud-type performance uh, against the Bobcats in, in Ohio. Yeah, at the very least, you uh, very much don't want them to have that type of performance right now because, yeah, they have been seemingly putting all their eggs in the basket right now. They're trying to start peaking at the perfect time, and this is what you need to make a run in Cleveland and possibly in Cleveland the week after. You never know. Uh, maybe a return trip there for the NCAA tournament. But, yeah, looking at that game, it looks like the lines opened up at a pick em. You got Ohio at minus one, minus one and a half. Uh, right now with the over-under sitting at 150 and a half, uh, they think you know both teams are going to be scoring in the 70s again. Uh, that's right around where the last game was. I think, you know, it's probably going to be in another one of those games. But, no, I do think the Bulls are going to pull away and get a win by a couple points here. Uh, give me give me 78, 72 Bulls in this one. And I'll say 83 to 75. Uh, I just think UB's offense is going to be uh, too much, and I, and I just like the flow that they have. I, give me 20 plus. 20 plus for Javon again, um, and maybe another decent night by Jonathan. And I like how he, he played the first time these two teams played. He was aggressive. He was finishing at the hoop. We need more of that Jonathan uh, to show up. Uh, I didn't like his performance against Kent State. Uh, he forced up some bad-looking shots from deep. I didn't really seem to be in a rhythm for most, most of the game. But the good thing about this UB team, they got five guys that average in double digits that can get it going any given night. And I think this is going to be 
Nathan's game to to really match up and try to attack uh, the Bobcats' defense. And I really think with his athleticism, he's going to find some success uh, once again in this game. Yeah, let's hope they can find that hot hand early so we don't have to sweat it in the second half and hope for another comeback. Let's get on those Bobcats early. Uh, you know, whether you're getting these slashes going towards the basket or it's Javon hitting these threes and we're getting a bunch of open looks. However, it's got to be done. Get the job done. Get on those Bobcats early. Make bunt, uh, make bunt cry. Uh, that's that's what, what the people want. And as always, buy from bunt and let's go Bulls.